Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. The following segment is from the Off-Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. I will give you the honors here. It's Masters time, so I'll give you honors. You get first off the tee. J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 Jets. I'm going with the Jets, who have a 6.5 win total i'm going the over on the jets maybe it's irresponsible maybe i'm caught up in how i think the jets are making smart moves i mean you have joe douglas here who let me just read you off these these picks that the jets have stats so 2021 their own first rounder seattle's first rounder their own second rounder their own third rounder seattle's (laughs) third rounder fourth rounder fifth rounder fifth rounder from the Giants, sixth rounder sixth rounder from the panthers Next year, they have two firsts again, one from Seattle, two seconds, one from Carolina, a third, a fourth that they previously didn't have thanks to the, the Jamal Adams traded, so they got that back. Fourth, two-fifths, one from Pittsburgh, and then three-six, one from Tampa Bay, one from your 49ers. So the Jets are loaded here moving forward, and I think uh, obviously maybe they're a little bit further away than I'm getting excited about them. The hype is there for because uh, the, you know they, they've yet to make all these picks, but I think you know having the opportunity to do that in this year's draft, in addition to you know bringing in Corey Davis and getting rid of Sam Darnold and potentially upgrading at quarterback, and I, I you know I like the Robert Sala hire. So I just think that the arrow was pointed in the right direction for the Jets. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say I don't know if it's going to be much over. It might only be like seven, eight wins, but I think they're going to get above six point five. I think this team is going to be much more competent. I completely agree with you. I think there's a chance that Robert Sala is the best coach the Jets have ever had. They don't know it yet, but I'm really confident in him getting to see him in San Francisco. They have, as you pointed out, 21 picks in the next two years, and seven of those come in rounds one or two. Like, that is a massive haul. I don't know if Joe Douglas knows how to draft players, but it is clear he knows how to acquire picks. He got multiple first rounds for Jamal Adams. He got multiple picks for Sam Darnold, who, I mean, he has been awful in New York. Like, there's just no other way to say it. And he got three picks, including a second rounder. Joe Douglas knows how to acquire picks. Now, like you've said with Howie Roseman, it's there's a different part of this now. Like, you, you can't just acquire the picks. You actually have to use them on good players. So we'll see what happens. But if you're a Jets fan right now, it's going to be fun because you've got a bunch of picks And you need skill players, so you're going to have some fun drafts because you're going to be going after wide receivers and running backs and tight ends, and it's going to be awesome as a Jet fan. And then I just think, you know, going beyond executing the picks in the draft, now they just have the option of, like, if a star player unexpectedly becomes available, because that's that's something that happens in the NFL, uh, like, a lot. You know, we see, like, oh, this guy 
Never thought he'd be available. Well, boom, now the Jets can go get him to to surround. It could be a you know, high-profile wide receiver, whoever. Um, so, yeah, I, I just feel optimistic about the Jets, which is probably a dangerous place to be. And I feel like huh. Jets fans are probably feeling that way too. But uh, I don't know. I just have a good – when I see a smart front office stats, I think that's what's giving me so much faith. When I The Jamal Adams trade was a heist. The Sam Darnold trade was a heist. I feel like this front office knows what they're doing. And uh, yeah, I think it's rare that we've been able to say that about the Jets. And I've talked to some Jet fans out there who say, oh, I can't wait to see how they screw it up, you know, and maybe they will. But right now it all looks good. And it's rare that you can say that about gang green. All right. My pick in the AFC East. And I know you're going to hate this because I heard Monday football Monday. I'm taking the Patriots over nine. And I know you think I'm nuts. The, raw, the talent on the roster is better this year. That's undeniable. It had to be better this year because it was horrible last year. The guys that they bring in, Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, are better than anybody else they had. And between all the opt-outs and Cam getting COVID and he's in his second year in the system now, I think they have to be better than they were last year. And if you look over the past five years, the team that has spent the most money in free agency has improved their team the next year by five wins. So if that holds true, then the Patriots are going to be over nine wins. Look at their schedule, BLG. I feel comfortable right now saying that the Patriots are going to be Atlanta, Carolina, Houston, Miami, the Jets, the Jags. That's one, two, three, four. Is that five, six wins right there? Look, Stats, you're just wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong about the Patriots. As always, I think that what they did this offseason is almost like it's almost the reverse of this saying about the Jets where like that's not a smart front office. The actions of a smart front office where it was an actions of a desperate front office. And I think your stat there about the improvement is noteworthy. But I, I want to wonder about the context there in terms of that seems like that's probably about new teams, you know, or teams with like new eras, new head coaches, bringing in a new quarterback, you know, being bad, having all this cap space to spend because presumably they don't have a quarterback contract on the books. And I think the quarterback position is still very much up in the air in terms of what you can expect out of that from Cam Newton. We've talked about that. And you and I know you feel similarly to that in terms of not being, you know, fully sold on him. So I just don't believe in it yet. Um, I think some of these contracts they handed out were pretty misguided. And I think maybe I'm just operating on like football karma here or front office karma. And it just doesn't (laughs) feel like the, the, you know, the makings of like a smart team to me. It's it's more desperation. And and so I'm going to take the under. I know that you had an issue with the idea of the Patriots kind of running their offense out of 12 personnel with the two tight ends. But I I just I can't imagine Belichick being wrong on something like that. He's a guy who historically has been ahead of the curve on all this stuff. Right. He was ahead of the curve running the two tight ends back in the day with Aaron Hernandez. He was the guy that would go to Oregon to watch Chip Kelly. And he brought that sort of fast paced offense into the NFL The Patriots were one of the first teams that would rush up to the line after a questionable call to try and get a playoff before they could review it. Like, I feel like Belichick is always at the front of the line with this stuff. So unless you're telling me that all of a sudden he's going to move to the back of the line, I just feel like it's going to work out because he seems to skate where the puck is going. Like I said on Monday's podcast, that's Tom Brady was the culture. And I hate to admit that, but I feel like I just have more faith in him. Uh, I, I think Belichick has gotten more credit uh, off of him than the other way around. 
And I just don't have a and and just looking at where the page uh, the Patriots are standing here in the AFC East now, I think like I just said, I think the Jets are on the come up. I think the Dolphins, I don't know what fully to expect from them because of Tua, the Tua factor, but I do like the defense still. I think Brian Flores is a, is a good head coach, so I like that. Um, the Bills are still here, and I don't really think they're going to drop off unless you know Josh Allen has some massive regression in terms of accuracy, which isn't impossible. But I still think even if he does, it's still a pretty good roster and coaching staff and everything around him. So I, th- I think it's a tough division, and I just don't think it's a lock. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.